at Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Hey, Joe. Hi, Fiona. Good to hear your voice. It's great to hear your voice. And You know what talk- I miss these days of the lockdown? It's the hugs, what? the hugging. I miss uh, the hugging. Yes, uh, hugging is always anyway. new. Yes, I know. I'm sending you a hug anyway. Yeah, you got it in one bag. We were talking about something that Shakespeare said in A Much Ado About Nothing, but it's been said since the 1400s. They've, they've documented it, so it's forever. And I'm sure it's before that, that comparisons are odious. Oh, yes, that's a famous one. Comparisons are odious. And they are. Because well, what they do... Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Because what happens is it makes us miserable and makes everybody else miserable, too. Well, to, with me, it, there's always a sense of uh, a comparison. Let me see. If I'm comparing myself to another person, I know that I am not going to come off well on that because that's the whole point of compa- comparison in many cases is I, if I look at somebody who I think is absolutely gorgeous with the most, you know, I think, oh, look, at, and I just feel like this or I'm, and then, so I'm, you know, that's what's so odious about comparisons. That's one of the elements is that when we do that, compare ourselves to others, we're never going to come out good. Never because there's always someone who's more than we are, and I, I think that's what makes a confident person um, is th- that they don't compare themselves with other people. Comparison yeah. really is is so. Um, and in the very first quote of this that I found from the 1400s, it said something about comparisons and gender hatred. And I think that, that when we start to compare ourselves, then we either have to be better or worse. And now, if we're not better... Yeah, I was just going to get to that. Go on. If we're not better than they are, then we either feel jealous or lesser than. And if we think we are better, then we feel, uh, we feel other things. Like that. So I think that it's a, it's a very exactly. dangerous thing to go. Because if... I, I don't ever remember feeling better than anybody, it, you know, but I would imagine if I compared myself to somebody and felt better than that, I felt or looked better than that one, that's odious as, that's odious as well. That's, that's hatred. That's saying, I'm, I'm better. I'm better. And or it takes a- you're better. It, it's, it's useless. It's worthless, it's useless, there's no value in it at all. It does nothing but make you feel bad. So I think today, watch to see how many comparisons we all make. And if we find ourselves comparing ourselves, if we're looking in the mirror and we don't like what we see, whether it's age or weight or thinness or fatness or or anything, big nose, little nose, um, we know that that is just engendering hatred to us of ourselves, and we will never feel okay if we compare anything about ourselves to someone else. Because either we're going to try to feel better than them, or we're going to feel worse because of that. And so I would say today, 
make it a day of no comparisons, not about money, not about body. Uh, just go through a day of no comparisons with anything. Mm. And if you find, here's the mindfulness, the awareness. If you find yourself comparing, you just say, oops, I'm comparing. Why am I comparing? What would I have done? I mean, investigate it and then let it go. When we investigate things and just try and discover why we're doing it, we understand it and we can let it go and we're released from it. There's another measure of freedom there. Yeah, and also then um, we we are able to be free, more free, because with, when we're comparing... We are never free. We are trapped. It's another one of those robotic reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that we want to look in our life to see what comparisons come from very early on because they're the biggest traps. Like can, maybe our parents compared us with, I was lucky my parents didn't compare me with anybody. But um, most people's parents wanted them to be smarter. Like my parents... If I got great grades, they would say, that's great. If I didn't get a good grade, they would say, that's okay, you know, just work on it. So I wasn't rewarded for great grades like some of my friends. They got yeah. big presents. Well, that's but, why you're the person you are today that can help so much, many people because you weren't raised as and made to feel inferior. I think that most people have been raised to feel inferior, and therefore they are trying to make themselves superior or better and forgetting that we are who we are and that's actually enough for the moment. And then we step oh. forward and we're going. Yes, it's so enough. It's that story of the, you know, of great spirit. This is in the, the Lakota North American tribe. That, you know, there's there's a hole in the universe that only you can fill and you can, by being you, if you don't appreciate or be yourself, then that whole exists. It will always in the in the universe. Or they, it's the story of the drum. There's many ways of telling this, but the reason you are, we are all here in the guise that we are all in is for a reason. So enjoy it. The, our body is our temple. This is the vehicle through which we learn and navigate the world and all the challenges in it. And this is our learning vehicle. And we were given this, and there we are. And there we I are. Think that, I think if we could today also look in a mirror, look at, to look at ourselves, and then just notice if comparison comes up. Like if any thought of I should be anything other than I am comes up, it doesn't mean you can't work to change it if you feel to. But in this moment, right now, what are you comparing yourself to or with? I'm not sure which is the correct term. But uh, it's because most people look at somebody and they all look at themselves in the mirror and go, oh my gosh, look at that, look at that wrinkle or look at whatever. And if we looked at ourselves in the mirror with no comparison, how would we be? Happy. Yeah, just okay with who we are. Absolutely happy. And there's nothing in the world more attractive in any shape of body, 
in any shape. There's nothing more attractive than a person who is happy with who they are. And I don't mean not wanting to improve. I'm smart enough. I'm this or that. I mean, I always uh, agree with being open to learning and, and learning more and investigating. But, you know, if we are happy with who we are and content to take our life's journey how we are, it is one of the most, it is the most attractive thing to me. Well, I think a person it is. who's comfortable in their own shoes and doesn't wish they were anything else. And I think that it doesn't have to rely on anything. Because, as I said with my dad, who was really a gentleman's uh, grandson and um, grew up being given a farm because that's what he wanted to do, and he, I think that uh, he never, uh, even though he had all of that, and even though um, he went, particularly in Australia, they had very little, and it was, he never compared himself to anybody else. And it made him always confident, no matter where he was financially, no matter what was happening, it was always confident. Mm. And I think that uh, that comes from not comparing. Yeah. In our culture anyway, I can say in North America, and I'm not sure it's the same everywhere else, but, you know, we've been conditioned to advertising and by the advertising companies who, you know, are the promoters of AIDS, beauty AIDS, and all the medical stuff that we're constantly being told uh, that we are not enough. Yes, and, so, uh, and that gets us compare. Uh, then we go, okay, I'm not enough. Therefore, I should be like this. I should be like her. I should be like him. Yeah. Now, can I, can I give another homework for the week? Hmm. Another homework for the week is for anybody who's still watching television at this time, uh, observe the commercials. And if you want to take a notebook, take it down in a notebook, what are they trying to sell you, and how are they trying to sell it to you? So you're you're not listening, you're observing. I mean, you're observing in the sense that you're removed from sitting there vulnerable and, and getting all their information, sucking in all their information. There's, I'm not taking that pill, I'm not putting that lipstick on, I'm not using that airbrush, and that's the shampoo I should be using, and if I didn't do all of that, and if you can just watch it, observe it, witness it, you can see what's the amount of influence this has had on our lives here in North America. And for most people, um, it's been their whole... You were the first television generation, I think. I didn't get it until 13 because you didn't have it in Africa. So, um, you know, it's been your whole life and everybody else's whole life. No, we we were late in getting it, and then when we got it, it was still black and white, so it was probably in the 50s, but we were each allowed to watch one hour a week. Hmm. And so we, we were not addicted to television. We had very much an outside life, which was nice. There was a very sweet little poem somebody wrote on Facebook. Uh, I guess her name is Cindy Wright Sellers. <clears throat> and she said, three good friends went for a swim. The one who was fast, fat wished she was thin. The one who was curvy wished she was clever. 
The one who was clever wished she swam better. The one really great swimmer wished she was witty. The one who was witty wished she was pretty. All three friends thought the other two were just fine. If only they could let their own bright light shine. So throw on your swimsuit if you're fat or you're thin. Enjoy fun and friendship. Love the skin that you're in. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Love the skin you're in. It's your temple. It's your vehicle. Yeah. It's your vehicle. If we don't do the comparisons, it's a huge deal for being okay in the skin we're in. Because as soon as we compare, we're not good enough anymore. And that is huge, and it is hugely because, as you said, because of television. I think people were much more, much less, had much less of a tendency to compare uh, than they do now. I saw that actually happening, particularly, there are so many shows that people started to compare themselves. If I don't have a 90210 Hollywood house or, you know, this kind of bag or this kind of shoe, um, it, the comparisons are huge because people are watching it all on television. Promoted just to make uh, the, the companies that produce the goods more money. Well, as I said, we were all, it started after the war to make the, to make the um, economy, the, the economy boost the economy after the war so that everybody buy, buy, buy. And it's created, that has created a generation of, of wanting and of comparisons. So if I'm comparing to you and you've got this person, I'm going to work really hard to try to get that purse. And if not, I'll get a knockoff of person. But oops, somebody's going to realize it's a knockoff and then I'm going to be bad because I'm going to compare myself. Do you know what I mean? It gets yeah, to be... It's a never-ending circle, and unfortunately, it just has a downward movement. It does not have a high vibration about it at all. So if we watch ourselves for the whole of today, or make it a week of of watching when we compare ourselves to anything, you know, uh, it's going to be incredibly freeing, Mm. because comparisons are, as Shakespeare and so many people have said, odious or engender hatred as well. So I think that um, even if we compare ourselves to how much work we should be doing, we still do the well, work. There's that awful word, should, again. Mm-hmm. You know, that old phrase, don't should on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's a bit that's, 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 that's a way of co- comparison as well, the should. That's, yes. And I think, you know, it's interesting to see that this statement, this quote actually came from 1440. I think it's the first time they could see it was recorded. And um, and I think that it, the fact is it's probably been going on since there has been what we call civilized um, nations. Uh, you know, there have been cities and things like that. There have probably always been comparisons. Well... Let's do our best for a week to let it go. Let's yes. see what happens. You you two and me too. Okay, I, I'd, I'd really like to investigate if I still do this at all and where, where I'm doing it. A lot of it is going to be uh, subconscious, so we bring mindfulness to it. And at the beginning of our day when we get up, 
before we really start our day or just before we get out of bed, say today is going to be a day to watch comparisons. And you do that every day for a week. And it will become a mindfulness that we have. Even if you're standing in line and you suddenly find yourself comparing yourself with or to someone and you just say, oops, today's a day of no comparisons. How does that make me feel? Feels better. Uh, uh, let me just add one bit to this. I love the expression, want what you have. And so that it doesn't, doesn't mean you have to go somewhere else to get it. You, you already have it. Want what you have. That is terrific. And, and it doesn't mean we can't move towards having something else. But no. it means in this, in this moment, be contented with what you have. And then look forward if you want to. Uh, to to be to going to get whatever it is that you want, but being contented and as soon as you look forward, though it's very very hard not to compare yourself. Right. And so, if you want uh, for either, it's, there are different phases in the Western culture anyway, which is if you're 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 wealthy, if you're a high intellectual, like a. Mm, somebody who's done something in the intellectual or academic world. That's one way of that. And then the other way is maybe music or film. If you've done that, then that's that. there are different avenues in our culture that people are, are you know, are attempting to get to the top of. And I think that if we can stop our comparison but still do the work that we want to do, like if you're a singer, learn the song, go out on the road, do what you want to do, and just drop the fact that you should be um, Barbara Streisand or you should be as famous as Barbara Streisand. Why aren't you? You yeah. know? Yeah. And exactly. I think that just in what you just said, enjoy where you are because then you saw that with actually Michael Jackson was absolutely the epitome of, of not being comfortable with himself. But when you saw him performing, there was nothing else but that moment. Yes, exactly. And he was completely comfortable with himself in that flow of, of creation in that second. As soon, it was, as soon as it was finished, he was back to being insecure again. It's an interesting, an interesting phenomenon. Okay, let me ask you a question. This, this is a silly question for a 75-year-old to be asking you. What is sexy to you? Sexy? Well, for me, it has always been uh, a few things. The first one has always been a really good intellect, someone who's smart and someone who who's funny. Uh, I, of course, you know, good-looking is great, but that's never been the great thing for me. The big thing for me has always been someone who's smart and someone who's funny, someone who's compassionate and kind. When they there you go. Me. I'm 100% with you. If you'd ask me, <laughs> the first thing would have been the intelligence, smart, smart, I just, that's so sexy to me. Humor. I mean, I couldn't be with a smart person who didn't have a sense of humor. No. Humor and compassion, kindness. Yes. You know. And, of course, you know, the intelligence usually stays with us, but the compassion and kindness is, comes and goes according to where people are in the moment. And we try, you know, most of us uh, aiming to be that way all the time. And things come in and things go out. So... Just being being there as often as we can is wonderful, and yeah, I think all of those things are extremely sexy. Of course, you get a person like Pierce Brosnan, who's oh. extraordinarily handsome, handsome, yeah. 
And he also nursed his wife with cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, he appears to be a very compassionate and kind person yeah. as well. Exactly. Um, so it's all good. So this week, why don't we all make it a, a week of watching comparisons and seeing how they affect us? What do they make us think? What do they make us? What does it make us do? What actions do we take when we're comparing others? Is it something we do for with ourselves? Something we do with others? Some way we talk to other people? Are we trying to, in comparison, are we trying to, to somehow be the way they want us to be? Or be someone else that we think we should be? It's, it's a wonderful, it's a huge scope of expansion here for us, I think. I think it's a great idea, Fiona. Okie dokie, well. I just love you, I just love you. I'm giving you a, sending you. a virtual hug. Ah, oh, you too. <laughs> this is Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Your home on planet Earth.